Welcome to the Focus Film Podcast, a drink and an unedited, unplanned chat about film. In episode 4, we get back from the pub and discuss Bodies, 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 Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and Films on Flights. You sometimes... I, well, at, one, at one point, I thought I need to actually maybe mute this because I don't want that. You don't want people to go, he's a lot of pisser. Yeah, but you can't put your piss on mute. So no, but you can you can mute it to an extent by hitting the pulse. By side. hitting the sides. Yeah. The risk is then that you get piss on the seat or the rim. Why? How <laughs> bad are you aiming? My aim's actually quite bad. How long have you been alive? You've had plenty of time to practice. I have, yeah. Three a day. Sorry, mum. Just saying. <laughs> just saying you could probably work on it. Yeah. And be quite efficient with it's the, true. the amplif- amplification. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be that loud. So when you go for a piss. Yeah. You always go for the side, do you? Or? Not the side. Just like, just above the water. So the back? Yeah, the back. And then it. The, the sound difference is night and day. <laughs> it's, it's, it's night and day. Okay. I'm pouring a shandy at this point. Do we have to do the three, two, one or? No. Work? No, <laughs> we'll, 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 I'll figure it out. <laughs> We've said enough. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I'm shandying. Yep. There we go. So... We've been for a couple of drinks already. Yeah. We've been down the we pub. We have. We've been down the pub for two pints um, at Round Corner. So that's the first beer that we had on the f- episode one. Yes. Round Corner. And we've actually been to the pub this time. Mm-hmm. We could have recorded there because it, um, it was great, wasn't it? Yeah, it was quiet. Mm-hmm. But alas, here we are now to record in your... Office room? Is that what you call this room? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It is. My, speaking of piss, my beer looks a little bit like piss. <laughs> Bottoms up. <laughs> it's because you've got a shandy, because uh, you're driving. Yeah. Exactly. I'm trying to log into Lecterbox, sorry. Uh, Did you just say Lecterbox? I think so. Dr. Lecter box. I should probably do that as well, actually. Letterbox. So, mm-hmm. here we are. We've both had interesting months uh, watching-wise because I have been... I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it. I don't know what the rules are. There we all get in trouble. What about? The film festival. Oh, yeah. There's some things that uh, you're not allowed to talk about. I think I'm allowed to talk about it. I have press access to the London Film Festival, so there's a few things I've watched that will probably come up in our conversation today that are based on that. Meanwhile, you've been oh, away really? for most of this month. Mm-hmm. So I've, yeah, I have with work. I've had, I've been very lucky to be able to go travelling for quite a long time, 17 days. So I missed the Queen. Um, she, I don't know if you know, but she passed away. And so I missed right. all that while I was away. Mm. Missed the whole depressing two weeks yeah, of yeah, no yeah. television, no radio. Yeah. How has it been? All right. <laughs> because streamers are such a big uh, yeah. part of our culture now uh-huh. that it doesn't are, really... Affect. The, the big thing was Strictly being postponed. That was the big thing, was it? Well, no, obviously not. You know what I mean? But like that was the main change. I saw in, And Celebrity MasterChef because it was finals week mm. and that got pushed back a week. Yeah. Um, Cheers. Cheers, mate. Enjoy your shandy. I've got a, a can of Meltonator. It's a Doppelbock. Strong, opulent, multi-lager. Mm. There's a lot of words in that sentence. I like a lager. <laughs> What's the matter? <laughs> I like a lager. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just to let the audience know that I'm drinking. Um, yeah. So I've just sent you my list. Right. I should probably send you mine then. Um, there's not that many because of the traveling thing, but I did a lot of watching on aeroplanes. Have you watched more films on planes than off planes this month? Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's a fun stat. Um, have you watched many films on planes? 
I've watched zero films on planes this month, unfortunately. No, I mean generally, oh. in your life. Mm. When I went to Florida, I watched, and that was a few years ago, I watched Ant-Man. Uh-huh. For the first time? Mm. Oh, I don't remember. Maybe I went to the cinema first, don't know. Um, so my, <laughs> what I wanted to say was that um, watching a film on a flight for the first time is different. It's a lot different to watching it at, t- at home or in cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly be- for me anyway, because I get quite distracted by the whole flight experience. I watched one, um, it was... It was your Bel- journey to Vietnam. Yeah, I watched <laughs> Belfast oh, on the plane. Okay. But I started it before we took off and then we took off. But taking off is quite a distracting experience for me. Uh-huh. It's the only time I get a bit clammy. My hands I struggle clammy. coming down. Do you? Mm. I'm all right coming down because I know I'm, com- I'm landing. Yeah, it hurts my ears. Really? Mm. None of the process hurts my ears. Really? Sorry about well, that. Lucky you. Bastard. But yeah, Belfast, I was a bit distracted just generally. So I need to rewatch it. Right. But what was your opinion of it? Despite the distractions. I gave it a three star. Three? You gave it a five. I you did. cried. And I want I to cried. know why you, what moment did you cry? I don't want to spoil it for anyone who's not seen it. So I'll try and speak in code. But there is a moment when <laughs> Judy Dench mm. closes the door. Yeah. Towards the end of the film. Yeah, yeah. It right was, at the end. It, yeah, it was that. That was the moment. There's a bit where she speaks to him. To her son towards yeah. the end. It's yes, very yes. It was that that sort of part of it. Yeah. Because she's kind of, oh, I can't spoil it. But the, the thing she's kind of saying, the thing she's talking about is resonant with a lot of people, I think. And mm-hmm. it, I don't know, it, it, it just got me in a way. There was relatable things in the story anyway, so I was feeling emotional. Mm-hmm. And then that, yeah, that got me and I cried. Which is rare for you. I didn't even get close to crying. That's probably a factor. Um, but I think it's a plain thing. Mm. This is what my point is. Mm-hmm. But I did enjoy it. Um, I like the black and white thing. I thought you were going to love it. I know. But I think I need to watch it again. Again. At home with no distractions. But yeah, the most most of the things I've watched this month. I watched a couple in the hotel room. Um, I've been to the cinema in Indonesia. Well, uh, we'll get onto that, or we can talk about it now, whatever. Um, and then I was half asleep for Bob's Burgers. <laughs> half asleep. But you watched it. I really have you watch watched it. the Bob's Burgers TV show? I have, yeah. The comedy is a bit like, I'm a bit like this with comedy sometimes. It gets past an hour and I'm like, okay, I get it. And mm-hmm. it, it was like that for this. They're very, is it irreverent? I don't know the word. I guess that's the word, yeah. Like it's so dry. That an hour and a half of it. I think it was an hour and 45. Right. It's quite a lot for comedy anyway. Have you seen it? No. I haven't because I haven't really... I've seen a couple of episodes of Bob's Burgers, but I haven't seen enough of it, I don't mm-hmm. think, to appreciate the film. But my best flight... My two flight highlights. Flight lights. High flights. There we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sonic 2. Wow. And Ford versus Ferrari. Interesting. So why? Sonic 2 is great. I, I gave still it a three haven't seen star. it, but it is coming to Now TV and Sky Cinema. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sonic 2 is better than the first one. It's got Idris Elba in it as Knuckles. And point he's point. really, really good at Knuckles. Idris Elba's been in a lot this year, actually. He has, yeah. Um, did you see that thing with the lion? The thing with the lion with Idris Elba. No, it? I saw his other one with when he was a genie, and it was what's that called? Have Three thousand years of longing. I've sent you my list. Yeah, um, is that on there though? Yeah, it's on there. How was that? Utter shit. I. It's the closest I've ever been to leaving. Blew me away. That did. <laughs> it's the closest I've ever been to leaving the cinema. Wow. Um, it was like it was just pretentious, and thought it was better than it was. And it was a whole, it's a whole thing about, about storytelling and I wasn't very good at telling its story. Mm -hmm. I was bored. Uh, I nearly fell asleep. I wanted to leave. Don't watch it. It wasn't good. 
Christ, that's the bad. That's a bad review. I would have rather watched Beast, which saw him fight a lion. This like, is what I'm on about. This yeah. is the yeah. I wasn't keen on it because it it was the vegetarian in me. I think Beast. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like, well, surely the lion should win. Yeah, I'm guessing it doesn't. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I didn't see it. No, yeah, that's true. But Sonic Two. Sonic Two. How's Jim Carrey in that? Is he as oh, good? It's because he's saying it's his last ever film. I don't want to say it's career defining. But it's the end of Creed. Like, he's so good as Robotnik. Mm. It's like, it's the perfect role, really. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying it's like an amazing film. I gave it three, but a great, it's a great It's three. just great, great time. Yeah. Um, I'd recommend it. And there's going to be, spoiler alert, there's going to be a third. Mm-hmm. Quite clearly. But I don't know. I, I don't know how they're going to do it if Jim Carrey's not going to be in it. I tell you what. I would say similar reaction. It's not a great film, but I had a great time. Tickets Paradise, which Tickets is the rom com with George Clooney, oh, Julie yeah. Roberts. Oh, you saw it, did you? Oh, it's so much fun. It's just um, like a classic rom com uh-huh. that we haven't had for ages. And they play a divorced couple who are getting back together. No, that's not right. They're coming together to stop their daughter getting married because mm-hmm. they think she's making the same mistake that they did. Yeah. It's out, just so much Out fun. of five? Three. Oh, okay. Like it's saying, like it's yeah. naff, but it's great. So I've met, I've obviously been, not been here for pretty mm. much the whole month. Which, what have you seen in the cinema? So I have seen, looking down my list, uh, 3,000 Years of Longing. Shit. Uh, shit. See How They Run. Brilliant. See how they run. It's yeah. a murder mystery with Sam Rockwell, oh, yes. Sasha Ronan. Oh yeah. my God, it's so much fun. Like just, I loved it. I think I'm going to love it even more on a second watch. Uh, I'm sad I've not seen it. It's good. I think it's still on the big screen if you get a chance. Yeah, well, I've got loads. We've got loads on next week, haven't right. we? Yeah, we, yeah, we'll get onto that. Um, what else did I see? Looking down my list. Tickets Paradise. I saw it in the cinema. I did a double bill of Tickets Paradise and Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Which Bodies, Bodies, Bodies was excellent. Very, very clever. The trailer, I didn't like. No, me neither. But the film is excellent. Oh, okay. It's really clever. Um, mm-hmm. Love that. And then Don't Worry Darling, which is the big film of this month with Florence Pugh and Harry Styles. Yeah. And? This is the one where the premiere spat on, well, he didn't spit on someone's leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, But everyone was like, oh my God, he spat on him. It's like, shut up. Yeah. Uh, It's good. It's not great. Everyone's like... That's the general consensus, isn't it? Yeah. A lot of people were, the split was people beforehand, early reviews were like, everyone's saying it's the best film ever. And then it quickly changed it. Everyone's saying it's really bad. It's not. It's fine. The twist is really disappointing. Um, and it's not as good as Booksmart, which is Olivia Wilde's first film. Mm. But it's fine. And Harry Styles isn't that bad in it because everyone's been like taking clips and going, look how bad he is. He's fine. But Florence Pugh, I genuinely think is one of the best actors working today. I agree. She's got something about her. Yeah. Fighting with my family. Oh, she was so good. It's one that. of my, oh, I watched that time and time again. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And she, I mean, Midsummer. Neither of us are big fans of that film. No, but she's great. But she's excellent in it. Yeah. She was great in Black Widow. And then when she appeared in Hawkeye, she was brilliant. Just so, so good. Mm -hmm. So then, yeah, they're the things I watch cinema. I think my favourite was See How They Run of that collection. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I also really loved Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. It's so clever. It's so clever. Why? Because, uh, mm, what's it about? It's hard to talk about. It's, uh, so a group of people who are in their early twenties go to one of their parents' house. Their parents are away because there is a hurricane. So they stay in the house and they get drunk and they do drugs and they're partying. And then they play a game called Bodies, 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 where they turn off the lights they drew, I think they drew cards or something. And then someone's the murderer. And then they have to, the murderer has to try and hit someone on the back. And if they do, they die. And then if you find a body, you shout bodies, bodies, bodies. Everyone turns the lights on and then you have to work out who the murderer is. Yeah. But as you can probably imagine, it turns into an actual murder mystery. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing is about the kind of toxicity of the media and of social media and of 
peer pressure and things like that that are so present in today's society that there's partway through the metaphor kind of comes like clear through you're like oh okay I'm fully on board with what's going on here so the start of it I was like I'm gonna hate this I don't think I can watch it it's very anxiety inducing and it and it continues to be so but then it becomes really really clever and by the end the last line is like one of the most perfect closing lines of any film I've seen it's so good because again I'd love to do a, a, a talk about this where we can spoil talking about bodies, 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 because there's so much to talk about, but it's really, really clever. It's not going to be everyone's cup of tea because it's, I mean, uh, a lot of the characters in it, you can probably relate to people that appear in your life, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and some of them are really irritating. It's a British film, isn't it? Is it? No, 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 American, Um, American. Why did I think that? But it is really, really clever for that reason that it's like this commentary on social media and... Yeah, I think that it was the comedy in the uh, trailer that I didn't like, but I don't know. It's It sells itself in the trailer as a comedy. Yeah. It's not. Right. Um, it has funny ways of revealing things and funny moments, but it's definitely not a comedy. I was not laughing for a lot of this. Like, it's, it's intense. Um. So I went to the cinema once this month. And it wasn't in this country. It wasn't in this country. Uh, hunt. It, I mean... What did you call me? An absolute hunt. Right. And the cinema <laughs> the cinema experience, I mean, how much can it differ, really? You go in, you possibly you buy money, some popcorn. You take your choice you and sit you down. sit down. I didn't buy any treats. Really? Um, in Indonesia, the... Um, COVID restrictions in place. I had to wear a mask right. throughout the film. Not a problem. The only thing that was a bit different in the trailers, they were selling this big film. I can't remember what it was. It was like a, I think it was like a Korean film, mm-hmm. like a comedy, uh, like a sad comedy. And the trailer was pe- them filming famous people's reactions to the film in the cinema. But I think they were famous. They weren't famous to me. No. Um, they're like throughout Asia, famous uh-huh. people. And they were just sitting there in the audience, like crying or... And that was the trailer of just people reacting to the film. How weird. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Interesting, yeah. It's an interesting marketing technique. Yeah, but they played it twice in a row. I don't know if that was a mistake. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so I watched a film called Hunt. You Stop heard. calling me that. Uh, and it's... I'll, I'll, I'll read the synopsis. Agents of the Korean National Intelligence Service um, are both, there's two people are both independently hunting a North Korean mole within the agency. And it's basically what, that's what it's about. It's like an action thriller. It lost me a bit. And I thought it was because I didn't quite understand the politics. Mm -hmm. But then when I was reading the reviews, it said there was like loads of people saying it was all over the place. So I gave it two and a half. It was, I was more there just because I had nothing else to do. That so I'm intrigued by the process because ordinarily if we're going to the cinema, yeah. we'll book in advance. Yeah. Is you just waltz into the cinema, look at what was on the board and pick one. Yeah. And then, well, then the other thing is I clicked on, there was like a, like a thing I went and clicked on what I wanted to watch mm-hmm. and it said subtitles English. And I thought, well, perfect. Perfect. But I, I, I think I really went from the poster. There was a few posters and I just went with the one that looked more exciting. Yeah. And then I, English subtitles, I think it was like three quid, mm-hmm. nothing. And then it, in I went. And there you were. Yeah, because my, my uh, the person I was with wasn't very well, so I couldn't do any tourism tourism stuff. Right. Couldn't be bothered, I was tired. And I thought, cinema. Why not? Every time I say to you I'm going away, I'm like, I'm going to go to the cinema on my way. And you actually did. Money where my mouth is. Um, but then the other new film I watched this month, the only other new film, was today. I watched it today because it's out today. Mm-hmm. The greatest beer run ever, which is on Apple TV. Yes. With Zac Efron, Russell so, Crowe. Oh. Bill Murray? Bill is Murray's in it. Yeah. I saw him and I didn't quite recognise him. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but then I was like, it can't be him because he doesn't do much, does he? I, d- I was going to watch it also. And mm-hmm. then... Uh, I think I had two hours, seven minutes. So I was like, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, you mean Bill Murray doesn't do many films? He's not in many films. No, no. No, sure, no. yeah. He's a bit of a treat. Well, he doesn't have an agent, so oh. people. So when people want to have him in their film, apparently they just see him at an event and say, would you mind being in this film? And he's like, yeah, all right. And they just have to take his word for it that it'll be there. And he always shows up. He's always true to his word, wow. apparently. that's really interesting. Um, so it's about a guy who all of it, a lot of his friends go to, are in the Vietnam War and he, he doesn't know how to help them because mm-hmm. there's a lot of protests in the U, in the US. He's like, you know what? I'm going to just bring them all a beer. And so he Respect. just takes That's a full bag of beer and this is a true story. It actually happened. Yeah, yeah. Mad. Now the reviews aren't on Letterboxd. It's, it's hovering at a 2.9 and I was hovering between a three and a four. Wow. I really enjoyed it, you know. Um, Sometimes a film does just get you like that, though, that it just hits you a little bit. It's quite lighthearted. So it's the director of um, Green Book, Dumb and Dumber. Uh, what's his name? His name is Peter Farrelly. Mm-hmm. So he's directed a lot of comedies. And then, yeah, most recently, Green Book, he directed. But... um. It had a light-hearted feel, even though it was about the Vietnam War. And the Zac Efron's character is quite happy-go-lucky. And he just doesn't think anything's going to go wrong, even though right. he's in a war zone, being a With civilian. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then the the hard bits hit hard. And because I'd just been as well, that added an extra layer. Sure. Um, and Russell Crowe's great. So I haven't settled on a score. I'm going to... Probably a three. Probably a three. A three. But I really enjoyed it. I recommend Apple TV, and I love Apple TV. Yeah, it's. I, I think Gwilym asked me the question on podcast talk about where he said, "What's your favourite streamer?" And I said, "The thing I think I probably watch most from is Netflix." Yeah, but Apple TV is my favourite. Like, it's consi- I don't think they've put out anything bad yet of the things I've watched. I'm starting to think of Netflix as a bit of a bargain bucket. Yeah. Like, it's better for the catalogue of things they have on there that came out years ago mm-hmm. than the actual Netflix original stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm trying to think if there's something Netflix original so I could, you know, segue us in that general direction, but... I'm going to flick through. We, no, well, I'm I'm going to just pick some... I'm going to pick Go your on. list apart. Pick, pick some of it. Go on. Um, so you... I know... I said this last month that I said, I know you don't like this, and it turns out you did. But I definitely know you didn't. Pinocchio. Hated it, mate. Oh, God. Yeah. It's got it's got not very good reviews, right? No. It like Tom Hanks's uh accent is dreadful. Really? Yeah. Uh but he's like giving it beans. Like he's giving it a lot. Like it's fine. Um It just kind of sums up Disney at the minute, really. They're just trying to sell and sell and sell products that they should just let go mm-hmm. and they're struggling to let things go Pinocchio doesn't need a live action remake and it's hardly live action like it's only Tom Hanks that is live action the main review I've like the main theme from the review is um, basically I can't wait wait for Guadam del Toro's version yes which is in a Christmas is it or something? yeah something like that yeah it's soon yeah. Which will actually be original. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the, I, I've said this countless times now, just because I still can't believe it. Luke Evans said bollocks in this film, like in a Disney film. He just, honestly, Pinocchio falls off a cliff and then he goes, bollocks. What's he I doing that like, for? What the hell? He just said bollocks. You can't say that. Kirby language. Jesus. Disney Plus though, yeah, I've watched that. I've watched Welcome to Wrexham, which is about Wrexham football. I've heard club. it's really good. It's great. Because it's hearts in the right place, it's not all about... Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney. I think that's how you pronounce his surname. Uh, it's about the football club. It talks to the guy who runs the burger van, who also is the landlord of the pub. It speaks to a couple of ladies that are fan, have been fans for like over 60 years. It, yeah. It's it's just, his heart is in the absolute right place. And it's so fascinating to see how this football club have kind of been saved. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's still pretty shit for them. Uh, Disney Plus what else so there's other things I've watched on Disney Plus uh, there's something down there oh Planet of the Apes I was going to come on to this mm. so this is our um, film club yes 
Yes. So talk to me about it. The So a bit of context. Yeah. I, maybe I can explain now why I love it so much. Yeah. Um, but context on the film club in general is that we pick a film each a month. We take turns. Yeah, we take turns. It was my uh, turn last month and I picked Planet of the Apes. Uh, and actually, you tell me what you think and then I'll, I'll, embe- okay. I'll embellish. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was, uh, it's common, it's, it's a commentary on things as well. And it's been, had controversy. I was reading up on it about like it's commentary on things like race and things like that, that it is definitely commenting on. Um, and I think in some ways it gets that right. In some ways it's aged a little bit. It is a film from the sixties. Uh, but I just thought it was so good. I thought the story was really gripping. For the most part, it stays in the same sort of location, yet it still keeps you entertained and keeps you gripped. Uh, I love Charlton Heston. His performance is is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the conclusion of it. I love the way that the twist at the end is excellent because you, I don't know, you've kind of figured out certain things, but I hadn't, maybe I'm stupid for not figuring it out, but I hadn't so figured out. So the twist out. was new to you? The twist was completely new to me. <laughs> completely new to me. Um, I feel like we could talk about it because it's a film from the 60s. Yeah, yeah. Um, so spoiler alert, Planet of the Apes. But the twist is that, you know, you, you see through the gap in the crown of the Statue of Liberty, you see him kind of crawling on the floor. I knew the bit at the end when he's like, damn you, and he's mm. shouting, but I didn't know what he was the ever context. shouting at. I didn't know the context. This will then blow you everything up, Planet of the Apes-wise, when you watch the the new trilogy again. Because the yep. new trilogy is like the prequel to that film. Yeah, 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 before, before. Because obviously the, the new films are set in this world, mm-hmm. and this is how it gets to him. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It's a different watch Mm -hmm. with the new trilogy. I loved it. I absolutely, like, I think four star, not five, just because there were certain things I was like, eh, that doesn't look, and like the monkeys do just like, look like blokes in monkey costumes, little things like that. And it didn't completely like blow me away, but it was a really enjoyable watch. Yeah. I find it quite charming in a way, but for the time, the makeup was insane. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I really like the commentary on animal cruelty. Yes. Like yeah, when you yeah. swap it around that the human, and when they tried to do a remake, when Tim Burton did his remake of mm. Planet of the Apes, they made the apes quite ape-like. And even the new trilogy, they're quite, obviously they're apes, mm. but in this old one, they're all stood up straight. They're literally hum- like, just like humans, but they look like apes. Yeah. So it was a complete reversal of the roles and all the humans couldn't speak. Um, I like the charm of the makeup. I love that you didn't know what the twist was. I had no idea. Oh, that's so good. But like the opening's so good when they crash in the water and then they're walking and all of that. Everything. It just feels like another world. Yeah, the way yeah. It, some, it starts it all is really, really good. Um, I loved it. Well, they made five more. No, four more. And they're really bad, but I've got them all on uh, Blu-ray. Really? <laughs> Watch them. <laughs> and the other thing you need, I don't know if you remember the Planet of the Apes Simpsons episode. Mm, it does ring a bell. I think I've seen it, but I don't remember it. <laughs> they, they've they done a Planet of the Apes musical. Right. You might know tunes as, I might sing it. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I hate every ape I see, from chimpanzee to chimpanzee. That's great. Okay. And then they've got. I don't Do- know it. But Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Oh my God. You have to watch the episode now. So watch it again. It's all on Disney Plus, Simpsons. So. I'll, I'll find the episode, send it to you. Send it, yeah, and, and I'll watch it. It'll be a joy. I can't wait. Get your hands off me, you dirty ape. And then they do the whole. Get your hands off me, you dirty ape. Oh, and then they're all like, oh, the human talks. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So good. And it's then, great. which mirrors then the new trilogy when the ape goes, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all like, Fuck. what? Oh, I see. Okay, so there's more. You need to rewatch that. To yeah, I do. I can't. I mean, that's not a problem because those films are excellent. Because because obviously I'd seen that um, mm-hmm. years before. And then to know that this was coming out that linked to it and you always wonder how it got to that point. I think the link at the time was because there was a lot of fear with the, I don't know if it's a Cuban Missile Crisis. I don't know if it was too early for that, but like a nuclear, because right. he says you blew it up. 
Yeah, yeah. So it was like a nuclear thing. Sure. About fear about that. But it was actually because of the cure for Alzheimer's. Anyway, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I loved it. I was a bit worried that you might not. No, no, I did really enjoy it. And I'm so glad I finally watched it because since we've been talking about film for the past, what, coming up to three years? Mm Mm-hmm. And you've been saying, watch Planet of the Apes, and I just haven't. And do you see why now? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if we did uh, the 60s and 70s episode of Talk About, if I'd have watched this before, it would have been on the list. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so I've had a mare there by not watching it beforehand. Well, but it's in the past. It is in the past. Um, we're getting up to half past. We are. Half time. Do yeah. you have a question? I have a question. Because it's your week. <laughs> it is my... Because it's your week, you I haven't bastard. Got one. <laughs> Only because I haven't got one. So uh-huh. I, didn't back, I didn't... I've got a question. What is a film that you have watched that you wish you never watched? In a bad way. That Just whatever way you interpret that question. But a film that you watched that you wish you'd never watched. <laughs> that's... Whether that's that it ruined a film that it was attached to. Uh, oh. Or whether that's that it was just a bad film. Whatever you think. I've got an answer. Go on. The Lion King 3. The Lion King 3. Wait, which was that? It was straight to video. Mm-hmm. And it's um, Timon and Pumbaa, right? Yeah. And they give a backstory to The Lion King. They almost commentate it. Because it's the one that was called like Lion King One and a Half or something like that. Or yeah. something stupid. And the reason why is because one of the opening scenes is the opening scene of Lion King. And they, do you know, they all, all the animals bow. Yes. In the film, they explain it is because Pumba farts, <laughs> <laughs> and so they all bow. They're all like, "Oh uh-huh. my Christ!" and they bow. <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, that's ruined one of the most epic opening of an animation of all time." Mm-hmm. What do you think to that? Would you does that add its value to you? <laughs> you sound like you love that. Yeah, that makes the whole thing better. Yeah. That's a good answer. I didn't think I'd have that answer in me. No, but The but Lion King one and a half is the answer for a film that you wish you'd never seen. Only because it spoils that moment. If I think of any others while you explain yours, I will... Uh... Well, no, mine was just that I was thinking about, like, Pinocchio. When I watched that this month, I was like, I wish I'd never watched that film because I just didn't need to watch it. I wish I didn't waste my time watching it. So then I started thinking, I wonder if there's any others that... Uh, you know, mm. I, 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 that I could have it's not a good question. let myself watch. Um, one of them is the, I mean, it's two, but the other Jurassic World films. Mm. I think the Jurassic World, the first one is fine on its own, but I wish I didn't watch the other two because now I just kind of value all three as, as one. Similar to the Rise of Skywalker, the Star Wars film. I wish I never watched that because I didn't need to. I think my main answer though is Chaos Walking, which is the film that came out with Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley. And it's based on a trilogy of books that I absolutely love and it's tainted Mm, the books. Really? Yeah. Because the film was so bad. So I I wish I never had just watched that. That's crazy. Have you thought of any others or? The only thing I was thinking is, I think this came up on your pod when, I don't know if we were talking about it or I listened to you talking about it on Talk About. But the idea that I wish I'd not seen a film because I want to see it for the first time again. Okay, yeah. Which is, I guess is a different question, but mm. a take on your question. Mm-hmm. But Lord of the Rings. Imagine watching that now for the first time. Because, and in the cinema. Because I watched it in the cinema, which did you didn't. No. Which is a whole other thing for you. Sorry about that. Yeah. You're young. Um, um, but I'd like to see them all not a year apart. Imagine first time, cinema, day one, two, three. Oh, my Christ. That would be incredible. Any ones you wish you'd never seen so you could watch again for the first time? Oh, actually, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. For the first time. In the cinema. Yeah, I didn't go cinema. And I didn't appreciate it the first time I watched it at home either. I really did, because it was my birthday. It was lockdown. I remember, yes. It was snowing. It was... A magical day. It was a magical day. I wish I could watch Infinity War for the first time again. Mm-hmm. Because I've never had a feeling like that. Did I watch that with you? 
Was that the second one? Second of the last ones? Or the first one? Endgame was the second. I think we definitely watched mm. that together. Yeah. Yeah. Infinity, I just remember finishing at the cinema. I was like, oh my God, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. So I'd love to replicate, like have that feeling for yeah. the first time again. But that's good that you've had that feeling quite recently. Mm-hmm. True. Hunt for the Water People, because the first time I watched that was in lockdown, in bed. Uh, my girlfriend was sleeping and I was like, I'm not tired. I'm going to put on this film. Watched it on my laptop and loved every second of it. I wish I went to a cinema when that came out. And watched mm. Good question, Alice. We've rinsed that dry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a question. Not that kind of question. Right. Specific to your Mine list. wasn't good enough. No, it wasn't good enough. Um, you rewatched Everything Everywhere all at once. I did. And when we went to the cinema, I don't know if it's my influence on you, but mm. I wasn't that fuss. I... But was that... In retrospect, did I have some sort of like... Do you know when someone goes, I'm not bothered, and it makes you go, oh, did, was I not that bothered? No, I don't I don't think it is. I don't think I... What, what, I don't... It's about... No, no. So that's the end of the Focus Film Podcast for today. No, I don't think I uh, really appreciated what it was. I don't think... I think I bigged it up to expect it to be something so much uh-huh. bigger than it needed to be. Yeah. Whereas actually when I was watching it, I was like, well, this is... This is great. And then as it went on, there were little things in there that because it's so new... The first time round, I spent so long thinking, well, how does that work and how does that work? The second time I watched it with my brother and his girlfriend and he was going, well, what does that mean? And I was like, well, that means this. And I was like, okay, I now understand the theory of it. Yeah. I loved it so much more knowing the theory, knowing how, like, for example, the introduction of how they can kind of jump through the multiverse. It makes so much more sense when you know it. Like now that I after watching it, know all of that. It, I enjoyed the film so much better, so much more. Oh God, my English is terrible. That's the drinks. Um, How's your shandy going down? Have you it's drunk gone it? down, yeah. You- I've still got beer in here, but... Well, well, it's up to you. Mm. Mine's going down very well. Good. I've still got beer as well, but I'm not... Uh, this is my house, so... We've got plenty of beer in there, Jesus. There's loads. That's a lot of froth, though, to be fair, because yeah. I didn't pour it like yeah. a proper pint. Um, but watching Everything Everywhere all at once a second time, it is my second favourite film of the month, of the year, sorry, uh, after Top Gun. You're wasted. I- <laughs> you are wasted. I just can't speak. Um, it's brilliant. It's so, so good. Like, there's, there's individual scenes. I think my letterboxed review um, that I put on the second time watching it, I just put, and I'm going to say it now because nothing spoils it, but googly eyes, butt plugs, hot dog fingers, Rakakuni, Randy Newman, sumo wrestlers, fanny pack, rocks, pinky finger muscle, paper cuts, eating chapstick, everything bagel, dildos, dog lasso, big nose, boobies on a calculator, 2001 A Space Odyssey, sign spinning, Elvis Presley costume, the end. I, it's annoying me just listening to that. See, like, from my perspective, it's like, you have no idea what any of that means if you haven't yeah. seen the film. And it still doesn't spoil it because it's all so weird. I yeah. would urge you to watch it a second time. All right. All right. I really like the rocks. That bit of the that rocks was, was very lovely. Yeah. Um, and I like the uh, the theme of um, being like an expat mm-hmm. in a... Like being an, like an, an alien, if you like. Sure. But uh, it was just a bit too random for me at the time. But mm. maybe, yeah, maybe I need to watch it again. But I don't see that in my future anytime soon. Well. I'm afraid. I've got too many things to watch. Yeah, that's it's true. Like at the minute, there's a lot of, a lot of things out there to watch. A lot of TV, especially like we've got Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Luckily, um, MasterChef's finished. So yes. you know, you've got that off your chest. Yeah, I love that. What's though. with the MasterChef final only being half an hour? Yeah. You want an hour and a half, yeah, surely? you want a full... They were in suits. Yeah. You don't want to have a suit on for a half an hour show. I bloody love Greg, though. Ugh, I don't think his suit was up to scratch. No, it wasn't like top notch. John had a, like a velvet mm. blue... And he looked good. <laughs> he did. 
But I don't know. Wasn't he, he you know, Greg, he could have bought a better suit. He could have. However, the final was great. Yeah. I'd missed a lot of it. So I I went on uh, my trip. I think it was when all the heat had finished. Mm-hmm. So I've missed everything and I watched the final. Right, okay. But my, uh, I liked All Saints, what's her name, Mel? Mel. I like Danny. Really? I think Danny should have, he was like so cool and calm under pressure. He was like, loving it as well, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he just loved every second of the competition. But Mel, I felt like she was so full of self-doubt. Yeah, I like, yeah. On, I would so have good. rather either of them went over who did win. Really? Yeah. But she did have a, 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 she did have a good last round. Though. She did have a good last round. So you can't. And you've it. watched Bake Off. Yeah, I haven't watched any of Bake Off this year. I've only watched one episode, and it's episode three. So me and uh, the missus, <laughs> we sing the theme tune now. We've got our own little song. So it starts with "It's time for Bake Off." <laughs> 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 So we did it and we just make it every every week, whatever we're eating, I'm having some cake or whatever. And then and then Sarah didn't know how to end it. Do you know that? Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she just went, um, it went, blum, blum, and she went, cake. So every time we just finish it with cake. I urge you, oh. it adds to the experience. Yeah. You, but you have to start with, it's time it's for a bake-off. Bake <laughs> okay. Um, it was bread week this right. week, but I forgot. This, I'm saying this like we should be doing this every week. We only do this once a month. Uh, mm. So by next month, I don't know if it'd be finished, would it? No. Surely, surely not. not. Surely not. We should bring food. Is that what you're going to say? No, I was going to say, oh. I'm talking like we're going to talk about this every week, but we do the show once a month. Yeah. This week it was bread week. Join us next week and we'll talk <laughs> we'll about talk pastry about week. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for a bake-off. Um, <laughs> pastry. I can't remember what happened, to be honest. Uh, I've not, because I've w- missed the first two episodes. I've not um, got my favourites. I've not, I don't know who's who. Yeah. Just working things out at the minute. But you've not watched any, so it's pointless talking about it. Really. I haven't watched any of it. So, is it good? Is it a good series? Good lineup? I mean, it's Bake Off, isn't it's it? It's the same old, yeah. But um, it's good. I'm going to pick some it off your list, and then you can pick some it off mine. Okay. Sandman. It's a no from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not what it's called. It's just no. called Sandman. Yeah. I watched roughly seven or eight minutes. Well... It's a series as well, isn't it? Yeah. I've only watched the first episode. And I'll tell you exactly why. It's not the content. It was the aspect ratio. Mm. It was all like... It's a bit pretentious. It was trying to be pretentious. Made me feel a bit dizzy. Mm -hmm. Why would you... I know they're trying to make a stylistic point. But it just looked cheap. Like, make it another way. Make, Make it look... Slightly weird. To yeah. give it the aspect ratio thing. I don't know. It's like a last minute decision to make it look a bit weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, you know what? At first I, I thought, it. <laughs> I, do you know what? I switched off Netflix and I put something else on just to see if it was my TV. Oh no, I put it on my laptop to see if it was the same on my laptop. I thought it was my TV. Right. And I thought, well, if that's happening, then well, I'm going to sack this right off. Mm-hmm. And that's why. Anything to add? Well, no. I, I mean, I haven't gone back to it. I've watched the first episode and then thought, nah. For the same reason or because you just wanted Just because I, I just wasn't grabbed like I was with like Rings of Power. And you Lord do like to be show. grabbed. I do to love fair. to be grabbed, yeah. Not an open invitation, but... <laughs> Too late. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there we go. Um, <laughs> there we go. Um, I'm going to pick... I picked a few already. Uh, Rings of Power... So I've only seen two episodes right? and then I left. So I've got some racking up and I can't wait. Mm-hmm. My, is it um, as, well, how are you finding it? So what have you watched? Episode? One and two. I loved episode two with the dwarfs, yeah, the music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved all of that. Three's a bit, eh, four's good again. Dwarfs are back. <laughs> um, 
But it's okay. It's like, you can tell it's just slow building. It's building the world up again mm-hmm. for like new audiences as well as old audiences. I'm loving it. I think it's great. Oh, good. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm really looking forward to getting back into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I may as well pick... I didn't have much to say about that. I'm going to pick another <laughs> one. I did notice Sorry. on your letterbox that you're picking films from all over the place, like Them. Them. What was the reason behind watching them? Was it just like you fancied it? So or? this is exciting. Right. So I've wanted to start the Criterion collection for ages, but I haven't. But it's so big. There's like over a thousand movies in the yeah. Criterion collection. It's ridiculous. I was like, where the hell do I start? Mm-hmm. So I was in HMV and saw that HMV do a premium collection, which is their version of the Criterion Collection, they do really nice like Blu-ray boxes. You get a Blu-ray disc and a DVD disc. You get some cool art in there. Um, And they have like silver spined... How are you only telling me DVD cases? About this now? Because I saved it for now. This is why I'm like, I'll pick something from your list and you pick something. I was you like, I'm hoping he's going to pick them. And the uh, reason I picked them because I saw it on Letterboxd and right. I thought I'm going to bring this up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Keep talking. So number one... The, because they all have numbered spines. So number one is them. So I bought them and I bought another one, which the name of which escapes me, but it's number four huh? because HMV didn't have two and three. Um, so I bought one and four. And them is basically about giant ants. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, I no. want to. I love that era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's about giant ants that invade... And it's about like the science of how they're going to stop these giant ants uh, and what they're going to do. Damn. And it's all a result of like nuclear testing mm-hmm. that has like kind of driven them to to, to being. And it's, it's like just a classic 1950s film. Uh, it's fine. Like I think I had three stuff. Star- yeah. Three stars. I gave it and it's fine. Like it's good. It's like got some stupid bits. But the thing that like genuinely lost their whole star was the noise that these giant ants make is horrible. Would you like, like to hy- yeah. recreate? <laughs> <laughs> it's on, that's quite a good impression as yeah. well. Like it's horrible. Really? Like and for the last half an hour of the film, it's just that noise mm. and them like flamethrowing them. <laughs> so So it's that noise and then <laughs> Wow, yeah. that's quite a lot, isn't it? Yeah, so it, it was a lot. But this happened to my mate, so that's why I really liked it. What happened? Oh, yeah. That was my letterbox review. Yeah, I saw that. Which I thought was so that's funny. number one. It doesn't say that on the web. I'm looking now at the premium collection because I'm jealous. So your plan is to work through them. Yeah, so I'm going to try and buy... Basically, my plan is every payday of the month, I'm going to buy two. Two for 15 quid they do as a deal. It's two for 25 here, Blu-ray. Oh. Are you on about DVD? No, Blu-ray. Two for 25. Sorry, mate. 15 quid each. What? They've gone up then. Because... Uh, <laughs> it's cost of living. I'm livid. Yeah, so them, uh, uh, number four that I got were... Oh, it doesn't it? number them on the website either. No, you have to look elsewhere, which is a little bit annoying. I want to do this. Do it, mate. Number four was Soylent Green, so I've got that one to watch. Uh, two and three are Forbidden Planet and The Omega Man, which stars Charlton Heston. And then you've got like all the President's Men, The Shining, Little Shop of Horrors, Gremlins 2. They're all in the top 10. Shit. There's loads of them. It's going to cost me a fortune. Yeah. Where are you going to keep all this? You're going to have to uh, have another shelf. Have a separate shelf, yeah, just for the premium collection. Well, well. But I thought it's a more realistic way of doing it, having a collection than doing the Criterion. As much as I love the box for Criterion... A, there's so many of them, and B, it's like 30 quid a DVD. Mm. Uh, I, I can't afford that. I can't afford that. <laughs> <laughs> but them as itself, like, if you're looking for a 50s, it's not really a horror, but it, it sells itself as a horror, then, yeah, them is it's, it's worth giving a go. I love it for you. I really do. Mm. Um, and you watch, yeah, you've watched all sorts of um, different things this month, I feel like. I've watched a lot of Scorsese because we're doing, we've got a Scorsese episode of the pod coming up. Ah. So I've done After Hours, Raging Bull, uh, The Departed, and The King of Comedy, which is one of your favourites, right? You were uh, a fan of that. It was, I thought it was fantastic, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's really and good. And it made me like The Joker less. Yes, because this does it better. 
And it's just, it makes me realise Joker's just a rip-off. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Comedy. Yeah. Um, and Robert yeah. De Niro's so good in it. Like, yeah. Because but, I've always thought Robert De Niro's, he's a bit samey in everything he does, yeah. but actually in this... But it, I think it, it, he almost plays on that idea yeah, that yeah. he's normally like that, that yeah, yeah. he's playing like a, yeah. a slightly different thing. It's really, really good, King of Comedy. I loved it. And today you watched Scream. I did, yeah, because um, my brother's partner said, I want to watch them at Halloween-y. It's the last day of September. The leaves are falling outside. It's raining. Let's watch them at halloween I was like, well, have you ever seen Scream? She said no. I said, well, let's bloody watch Scream then. And we put it on and it's just flawless, which was literally my letterbox review. Sarah hasn't seen it, so I'm going to make her watch it soon. Yes. Build up to Halloween. Yes. Um, you're surely going to be watching um, Blair Witch this month. So, yeah. So I'm doing, um, last year I did for Focus Film, for the blog, I did five Fright Night films through yep. the course of the month. Would you like an exclusive of the five films? I'd love an exclusive. I've picked. So Hereditary. Yes, that's mental. The Conjuring. That's fantastic. Watch it in the dark. Okay. The Blair Witch Project. Watch it in the dark. Poltergeist. Actually, just watch all of these. <laughs> I'd recommend. Uh, Poltergeist. Poltergeist. I've seen all these so far. And American Werewolf in London. I haven't seen that one. Okay. If you want a company for that. Yeah, yeah. I'll hook you up. But uh, Conjuring, I watched in the cinema, in the Melton cinema, so it's quite small. Right. And I was in the centre and I felt like I couldn't escape. Oh, yeah. And oh, that's perfect. Conjuring yeah, yeah. is so good. Conjuring 2 is awesome as well. Really? I haven't seen the third one. Um, what was the other thing? Poltergeist. Poltergeist. That's Spielberg, right? I don't know. I think it is. I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Bless you. Unedited, unplanned podcast. <laughs> Filmed in front of a live studio audience. <clears throat> and then Blair Witch. Um, it splits the polls. Mm-hmm. But uh, at the time, do you know, like, uh, Radio 1's got that surgery show where people ring in with their problems, issues and stuff. You know uh-huh. When Blair Witch... What are you laughing at? <laughs> when Blair Witch came out, people were ringing up saying how scared they were by it. People being counselled by the Radio 1 DJs. Okay. But that happened with the Exodus, didn't it? Yeah. Um, but obviously Radio now it's not... like. But I was it, I watched it on DVD like a couple of years later. Dark Room. Mm-hmm. But oh, it's so good. Uh, nice. Uh, so Poltergeist is written and produced by Steven Spielberg. Ah, okay. But directed by Toe Popper. Oh, him, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got I know we're flipping all over the place here go on I uh, actually well, no, before I'm we flip with it. No, I'm, I'm going to stick with it with the October horror thing we'll be seeing Halloween ends next month which I cannot because honestly Halloween Kills is one of my favourite cinema experiences ever why because it was crap because we went and we had the best time didn't we because it was so crap yeah. and we just laughed at it yeah. genuinely I just loved it and I think before we start this film nonsense yes. the last three years, you weren't that big a horror fan. Not not and really, no. You are. Yeah, I love it. It's possibly my favourite genre. Because it is so genre, I think. Yeah, yeah. They, like, I think people love to make the most of it Yeah. more than any genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love a horror. And I'm buzzing for Halloween. Yes. There's so many goods. I need to watch, uh, not Scream. Uh, eh, eh, eh. Psycho. Da, da, da. Yep. And Planet of the Apes came from a Halloween thing. For some reason, I used to watch. It used to be on TV every year. Around I don't know why. It's not Halloween at all. No, but I used to watch it a lot at, at that time. Right. I just flipping love it. <laughs> you nearly swore then. I know. You well, I know we've sworn all the way through. Yeah, but I thought but it curbed you, my language there. Yeah. We're after a PG thirteen. What I was going to bring up. Go on. This is not Halloween. No. Two things I forgot to say well, that I watched on the plane that I really enjoyed. Yeah. After Love. Which is... Which is... It's a BFI film, I think, with um, Joanna Scanlon, mm-hmm. who is in loads of like comedy stuff. And Ah, is this the one that won a BAFTA? I think or, so. Yeah. So she's basically um, a woman, like a British woman who married, like married into and then became a Muslim. 
And then her husband dies and it's really? all about the fallout of that. I don't know how much to say, but something happens after she, that put, that her husband dies that shakes her her um, image of her husband. Right, okay. And it's all about... Uh, well, I'm going to say it because it's in the blurb. She, at the day after he dies or he buries her, she buries him, she discovers that... Um, well, she discovers a secret about him and then she travels to find out more about it. But Joanna Scanlon is so amazing in it. Um, I'm sure it's she won the award at the Yeah, Bastards. I think she did. I think yeah, it's really, really worth won. a watch. Just about, yeah, it's just great. And then the other surprise, do you remember last year um, when we, we used to go to cinema all the time, obviously yeah. like we still do, the amount of times we saw the trailer for House of Gucci... Yes. I was absolutely sick to my yeah. tits. Mm-hmm. With it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. House of Gucci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shut, up. Shut up. But I watched it and I really, really enjoyed it. Oh, did you? Loved what, it. like four star enjoyed it? Uh, I gave it three. Three. But close to a four. Mm. Uh, I thought Lady Gaga was absolutely superb. Wow. I think she's a great actress. Yeah, I think she's good. Um... But she wasn't in it as much by the end. Adam Driver's okay. I think Adam Driver's a bit samey. What are you saying? He's a bit... A bit moody. Uh, have you he? watched Annette? No. He's moody in Annette, but he's like the most Adam Driver he can possibly ever be, which is great. I preferred, because Ridley Scott directed it, didn't he? And he also, yes. around the same time, did uh, The Last Duel. I think I just about preferred The Last Duel. Yeah. Um, but House of Gucci. Yeah, I really enjoyed the last duel. I'm like, especially over time, like it sat with me well. It's worth more worth a watch than I'd ever thought. And I thought because I was on a plane and I was on there for ages, and it was two and a half hours long. I just yeah. do it. But I really, really enjoyed. And it. how good's the costume? Like, oh my god, it's so good. I have mean, it should it? be. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course you have. Oh, you gave it three. Yeah. So what do you think? Uh, yeah, it's do you fine. Agree with like, me or? it's it's. I wouldn't. I, have no urge to ever rewatch it. No. Uh, oh, there's yeah, some good yeah. performances in it, some not so good performances in it. Uh, it's too long. It doesn't need to be as long as it is, but it's fine. Like there's some really good scenes in it as well, some really great bits. But sometimes the trailer does really taint how much you like a film because mm. it's shown so much. And I think this time last year, because we were still in the wake of the pandemic there wasn't as much coming out so the same trailers were being shown a lot and it's definitely jeopardised things a little bit but Al Pacino Al Pacino so this hour has flown by we've got three minutes so I need to pick a film club yeah that's how we work right mm-hmm right have you got one Uh, I think so you Bear take your me. time mate we've, only, we've got three minutes so we've got three it. minutes for me to pick a film club so um, something for you to watch yeah, or both of us. Or you know, both of us. You, have, you might not. You don't have to have seen it. I've got a. Uh, I just got to double check that you've seen is this it, film. Is this going to be horror related or not? Maybe it should be actually. I had one lined up, but I think I'm going to say our focus film club is an American Werewolf Ooh. in London. American Werewolf in London. Because I'm going to do it as my fright night. I've now written a note. You're going to join me. We're I'm going to watch it. going to be there. Yeah. So it'll be one that neither of us have ever seen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There you go. October, uh, October Friday Night and our Focus Film Club. And then in the meantime, we're, we're going to see some BFI Film Festival stuff. Yeah. So we've got White Noise, The Whale. Yeah. We're also you're... booked in to see The Woman King. Yeah. Which isn't BFI, but we're booked in to see that. Looking forward to that. And you're watching Matilda. I'm watching Matilda. Um, it's going to be a great month it's going to be really good Halloween everything everyone's staying in yeah watching more films watching more the um, Hocus Pocus 2's out today yeah I haven't watched that yet Wendell and Wild it's coming on Netflix which is the same people who did Coraline oh. I'm very excited about that The Banshees of Inisherin, which is the Martin McDonough who did in Bruges with Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson uh, what else? What else? Oh, Marvel are bringing out a one-shot horror film called Werewolf by Night, what? which is like a black and white 50s style. On Disney Plus? On Disney Plus. Sugar. Which looks really, really cool. And it's directed by Michael Giacchino, the composer uh-huh. of The Incredibles and other musical scores, which is just bizarre, but uh, incredible. 
What else? There's more. There's loads of things coming out. Black Adam. Which <laughs> no one cares about. Black Adder then. Black, <laughs> Black Adder's back. Um, yeah, it's going to be a really good month, I think. Which I'm is excited. very exciting. I suppose we better get uh, some sort of guest for next month. Yes. Going to try to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And it's not, you know, two beer tipsy Gareth. Well, I mean, the good thing is we've sat here for an hour and we've not had an awkward silence. So we can hold a conversation. listening we have been ellis barthorpe and gareth bradwick you can follow us on at focus film blog and read new reviews on focusfilms.online with thanks to charles whitcomb for the theme music